Welcome to the Thick and Thin Podcast with me, Anthony Cardosa. See that power I threw in there? I had this teacher in high school, Mrs. Gutierrez. And every time she said my name, she never called me Anthony. She always called me Mr. Cardosa. Mr. Cardosa, why are you late again? Mr. Cardosa, put your pants on. And uh, I had this, the, so she would always talk like that. And then one time she saw a picture of me from the year before. And I had bleached blonde hair. I had uh, braces, an eyebrow ring, a bunch of ear piercings. So it was just, it's a bad look. <laughs> and she looked at the picture and was like, oh, don't ever do that again. I was like, oh, all of a sudden you don't talk like that, huh? <laughs> I went on Corona's Got Talent a couple days ago. And if you guys aren't familiar with it, it's a talent show that's on Andrew Schultz's live feed. He's a really famous comedian, so you know a couple thousand people go on there and you basically perform a talent. Uh, some people sing, some people dance, whatever the case is. I told some jokes. And if you do jokes, he either asks you to do your original comedy or he tells you to do a street joke. Street jokes is a knock-knock joke or, you know, whatever it is. So I told this joke. I said, uh, so this is what I heard growing up. Cinderella is going to the ball. And the fairy godmother says, okay, you can go to the ball, but you got to be home by 12. If you're not back by 12, your vagina, your vagina is going to turn into a pumpkin. So Cinderella grabs Prince Charming and off they go to the ball. Cinderella comes home at like 4 in the morning. And the fairy godmother is like, well, well, well. What did Prince Charming think of you when your vagina turned into a pumpkin? And Cinderella was like, Puh, I uh, didn't end up going with him. Instead, I went with Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater. Stupid joke, right? It's a kid's joke, though. <laughs> he asked me to do it, so I did it. And that was cool, whatever. I got to talk to him. I've never met him before, so that was cool. Anyway, after I signed off, I kind of scrolled up and looked at the comments just to see you know, who was watching because I knew a lot of uh, a couple other famous comedians rather were on there. And, uh, you know, Bobby Lee's like, that guy's fucking ugly, and people are calling me a fag. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry, I fucking tried to bring some laughter, you bastards. <laughs> so today, guys, we're going to do some phone interviews. I got a great lineup, some heavy hitters. So the first gentleman is my old school squad leader uh, back in my military days. This is from when I was 18 to 22. So he pretty much was there from... I guess technically, when you become a man, you're still a little fucking kid. Everyone that knows that, everyone that's a little older knows that. <laughs> but he, you know, he got me in a lot of trouble, and he was there through a lot of the uh, some of the bad days and stuff like that. So we're gonna get to catch up with him. He'll give you a little bit more insight of who I am. Uh, after that, we're gonna talk to Jackie Buntan. Oh, and sorry, we have to keep him anonymous, guys, because he's in the military still. He's active. He's a higher up. He can't talk about anything that's going on uh, right now, so we're just going to talk about you know, old school stuff. So if you hear me say his name, I might have to blurp it out or anything like that, okay? Uh, so next interview is going to be Jackie Buntan, which is uh, one of my uh, really good friends. Uh, can't say enough great things about this girl. She's one of the most technical fighters I know and uh, one of the best people I get to you know have the pleasure of training with. She was going to do her one championship debut and unfortunately, you know, this COVID thing happened, so they had to pull her. So we're just going to catch up. We're going to talk about, you know, some of her, uh, you know, little things, uh, training, stuff like that, um, what her plans are for the future, and how she's getting through this whole uh, quarantine situation. After that, we're going to talk to Achiwa. 
my good friend Josh Aragon, who's a brother to me, we somehow ended up in the same family together. He's the one that really got me into the game. Uh, he's been there for me, you know, when my pops passed and all that kind of good stuff. So he's uh, he's really been a great friend to me, and I can't wait to actually all these guys. I want to get them in the studio, aka spare bedroom, <laughs> so we could have some you know in-depth conversations. Uh, it takes people a little while to relax. So once they're you know get situated, then we can kind of you know trail off and talk about anything. And I like that because it gets the listeners really a, an insight to who they are. And all these people are really great people. But since it's a phone interview, we're going to keep it short. We're going to ask them some basic questions and then kind of move right on. And then the next time they actually can come down, we'll get more in-depth. We'll take some fan questions, that sort of thing. Okay? So let's see how this goes, guys. Let's make the first call, which is going to be to my good friend, who I haven't talked to in, in about a year. We always keep in touch, and we're always, um, you know, wishing each other Happy New Year and Merry Christmas and stuff like that. So let's see how this goes. And then after that, we'll get um, – we'll, we'll – Start doing our rounds, okay? So hold on one second. Sorry about that. Hold on, man. Yo, can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. Okay, cool. Hey, brother. So there's a little bit of a delay since we're going through the speakerphone. So uh, after I ask a question, I'll pause. And after you talk, uh, just give me a pause, okay? All right. Cool, man. How have you, how have you been? Good, man. Good. I haven't talked. Ta- good, good. I haven't talked to you in about a year. Yeah, it's been a while, bro. Yeah, you forgot about me, huh? Nah, you forgot about me, man. I'm, I'm here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> how's uh, how's everything going with you right now? It's good, man. Just working away. That's all. Just working. Uh, that's all we can do. I know you can't talk too much about what's going on um, as far as that the other aspect goes, but just uh, in general, how's the uh, quarantine at the home life? How's that going for you? It's good, man. I mean, we're just following, you know, everything that's being pushed out by everybody, you know, six feet distance, social distancing, you know, teleworking. So, I mean, other than that, I can't complain, man. I still have a job, so. Right, right. What are you doing to, what are you doing to pass time at the house? Uh, spending time with the fam and then just spending time at work, man. And then homeschooling, right? Because we're still, we got to homeschool the kids. So how about as far as like giving them the little packets that they got to do or doing some art projects and building some stuff you know what i mean things like that you know the rabbit your son's all come on dad (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry son i ain't got no learning (laughs) 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 so what's up dude i i I wanted to well thanks for taking the time to talk to me on here brother um yeah of course yeah i wanted to chat it up a little bit because um i'm not too sure if you have some good stories i have a lot of great stories about our days together in the the old military days so i was kind of hoping that um maybe you can we could bounce a couple stories off each other and uh just give the fans what they want you know what i'm saying Yeah, man. Um, I mean, damn, what, what, what do I start, right? It, it, it was oh. crazy, man. It was, it was probably some of the best times I think I've ever had as far as fun-wise, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, some I, some I remember, some I don't, I think. <laughs> um, because... I, I mean, there was that one time, right, that... Uh, so you want, you want me to just... I mean, just to start, there was that one member went to the beach, right? And we were in the water, chilling, you know, having a barbecue... And you got into a fight with the sea cucumbers, right? Sea cucumbers <laughs> are the, they looked, they were just like big ass pickles in the sea. But when they were under attack, they, they emitted this 
crap out of them that basically look like fucking jizz, right? Yeah, it was basically so, underwater dicks. Into- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so when you got in that fight, right, and you had the, that fucking dumbass, spiky-ass hair, right? <laughs> and you got in a fight, and that dude threw it right at your dome, it hit you right in the face, and then it jizzed all over your hair, and that shit was stuck in there. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I still have a picture from that day, and the whole side of my head is just splooged on. <laughs> yeah, it was disgusting. And you still walked around like that. Well, I couldn't get it, I couldn't get it out, and then the local guy was like, "Hey, brother, uh, I don't remember how they talked. I'm just gonna do that accent because I feel like that would fit them, the Camorans." <laughs> hey, brother, you gotta rub some sand in there, brother. And then <laughs> he showed me how to do it, and then I can get out of my hair. But it was stuck in there for like two hours. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you sounded Jamaican, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah, I went to Hawaii recently, and I was just doing that voice, and everyone's like, "You don't sound like a Hawaiian. You sound Jamaican." I was like, "Nah, yeah. brother. Yeah. <laughs> we out here on the yeah, island." <laughs> but it was cool too because because uh, I was such a different rank than you guys. Like I was the only one that was hanging out with you guys because I was such a low level. Yeah, it was cool, man. I mean, we kept it, you know what I mean? We just kept it fun, so it, it was interesting. I mean, I think we all had a pretty good time that on that on that, uh, that area because, of, you know, we were all basically like family, man, having barbecues. I mean, you know, we had a barbecue every weekend or we chilled and we hung out, you know what I mean? Like, it was legit. We just kept shit real. Oh, yeah, it was so crazy, too, uh, because, yeah, we hung out all the time. We cooked for each other. We had each other's back and stuff like that, so to come home... Uh, I remember I was, I literally had a panic attack the day I got home because my family and uh, some friends I had, they tried to throw me a party and I came back. I just couldn't like, I couldn't hang out with anybody. I couldn't explain it. I had like an anxiety attack and I was just like, I I don't know these people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. It was, uh, yeah, I guess that's the bond. You know what I mean? Like just sharing that bond, like having fun, man. and, And just being, I mean, it was just being real, like. You know, sitting around, barbecuing, shooting the shit. Um, it was good. Yeah, even doing construction out there, man, that was that was cool. We had to fucking uh, battle all the elements of the, you know, I told the, I always tell people that I wish we had video cameras back then because we could have done a, a When Animals Attack documentary series just, just on out there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those fucking birds. Oh, the birds. Yeah, we would, so we would, for those of you guys that don't know, or obviously don't know, but there's a track, and what it would be like is... Uh, just sort of a, fo- a football field, and you run around it in the morning for PT. We would do that. And there was these tiny birds. And as you're running, they would just dive down and, like, almost – they wouldn't peck you all the time, but they would come really close to your ears. So you'd be like, ah! So there'd be, like, grown soldiers running and just, like, flinging their arms in the air, like, ah! <laughs> yeah, they were not chill, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, what, what was it? Uh, so – what about that one time that guy with the that the crazy tweaker tried to attack you with the with the a rake? Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking dude. Yeah, I just can't say names. Like, yeah, I was fucking. Uh... <laughs> we'll call him shitbird. Yeah. <laughs> crazy man. Uh, hey, and it was only because I told his ass to keep getting getting to work, right? Yeah, um, I don't even know if it was I mean, that. I yeah. Kind of made fun of him a little bit, but it wasn't to the extent where you know it warranted his attack with a fucking rake. Was it a rake or a skill saw? It was a skill saw, I thought. I thought it was a rake. I thought he ran at you and he pulled it, and I was like, oh, you're not going to do shit, bro. And I was kind of like hoping he would swing so I could just clock him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
But that was cool, man. And we yeah. are, that was after uh, – remember we would do Muay Thai in the gym? Because I had learned uh, yeah. I had learned a little bit before, so we kind of just practiced a little bit what we knew in the gym, and we did that for like a good year. Yeah, man, we did it for the good – yeah, for the good time. I mean, that's how we burnt a lot of our time right? Oh, yeah. And then uh, what about uh, – do you have any stories? Because um, a lot of times what I do on this podcast, bro, is I talk about uh, – I mean, I'm sober now. And, uh, Damn. yeah, so it's been, uh, I'm, I'm coming up on a year off of like, um, uh, a year off of like hard drugs. And then, you know, I've had a couple slip ups and stuff like that with booze, but I'm, I've got some good time in now, you know? Holy shit. Hey, that's awesome, dude. Thanks, Congrats. brother. Yeah. But I think a lot of, uh, my, my peak of alcoholism was, uh, <laughs> when you were there, you know, from that, cause I was pretty much like 18 to 22, right. When we, we knew each other. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We were young, yeah. Yeah, I was young, so yeah, so I didn't really know. Um, I didn't know like my limits, and I would always get in trouble for drinking. And I think that was like sort of the start. I remember like, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, are you talking about how how you found out you were allergic? Oh no, I didn't. I, I don't really. I have never talked about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll tell it if you bring it up. Yeah, go ahead, spit it. <laughs> yeah. So remember. <laughs> so. I don't know where the fuck you were, man. Like, you got lost and shit at one point, right? Yeah. <laughs> we ended up, we ended up, you ended up coming back to the, to where we were hanging out. But we had noticed that you fucking pissed your pants, man. Like, you woke up with your pants all fucking full of piss. And we're like, what the fuck happened, man, dude? Like, what the fuck happened, dude? You're like, shut the fuck up. I'm allergic to alcohol. This is not my body. <laughs> And you know what's crazy is that I was just normal to me for a long time. Like, yeah, dude, I piss my pants when I'm drunk. So what? <laughs> yeah, it was normal after that. Like, hey, he pisses his pants because he's out. He's allergic. That's it. <laughs> yeah, hey, man. Hey, you fucking broke out in hives though, too. Yeah, I break out. I break out in it hives. Was just the piss in the pants. No, yeah, it, it, it was. It was the fact that you started breaking out in fucking hives, dude. Like to the point of where you got. I mean, we were a little concerned, but we just kept giving you i mean we just kept drinking and then yeah. just kept taking our alcohol just to figure it out if it was alcohol yeah and when you're young you're not thinking about oh medically this might be an issue i'm just like oh yeah fuck it is what it is i'm not gonna not drink no you know? yeah kind of heal what kills you right yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> i remember they uh there was like that abandoned building and then the um the night watch like they found me in there i don't even know how i got there and then they were like uh they picked me up to take me back to the the barracks and I was like, what's up, man? You guys did pee your pants, too? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was, it was a, a lot of fun, dude. And uh, do you remember uh, – I, I can't – because I, I remember when I met you. I remember because you were the squad leader. And when we were stationed at uh, – well, when we were stationed at Homeport, I remember, like, you would take role. You were really – you didn't really say shit. You weren't like, hey, how's it going? My name's, you know – it was more just no, like. I didn't really like hang out a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and then we got cool, but I, I just remember I was like really intimidated by you. And then when I got to know you, I was like, oh, this fucker's like right up my alley, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember. I think it was just hanging out, man, like as a group. And then you and I just ended up fucking linking up to where, you know what I mean? Like becoming bored. It wasn't even like a setup thing to where, it, you know what I mean? It was just something that we did, like between you and all those other cats that were there. Right, and I always tell. All became fucking. And I, yeah, I always tell people that the reason that I, I didn't get kicked out was was you were a huge reason that I got uh, to stay in and, and fill, finish my military time. 
because um, I remember the last time I got in that fight. I wasn't even a fight, but when I threw that kid into the wall, they um, they tried to the the officer was like, "Yeah, he's out. That's his second fight. Like he's got to go." Remember that? Yeah, uh, yeah, vaguely. Yeah, so it was. I know you went to bat for me, and a couple other people went to bat for me, and then I, I know a couple times, like pulling into the base, uh, I was too, I was drunk and I was out of it, and you got me out of that time. Remember when the <laughs> the guy was like, "Hey, well, let me see your badge," and I was like, "Fuck you, motherfucker." <laughs> yep, yeah, I do. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to uh, to say thanks, man, because uh, I know that you know you're a big positive influence. You taught me a lot of shit too. You know, I learned a lot of the construction trade. You know, I, I, after I got out, I was able to, to use that to, for income. You know, I would work as flipping houses, and I always knew a lot more than people that were a lot older than me because, you know, I had worked with you and uh, some of the other guys. So just wanted to say thanks. And, yeah, and, man, and, and I appreciate that, of course. But, yeah, same to you, man. I mean, I think we, you know, we've been boys. And, and even the, you know, people always talk about those relationships where, hey, you know, I could, I could not talk to them for fucking a year and pick up the phone and we just pick up where you left off but you know what I mean like that's no shit you know especially between us like, that's legit I mean we haven't talked in fucking forever man and and I know that I could call I could call you if I need something or I'm in your area you know I need a place to sleep or or I need some support in any way hey I, I know that I can depend on you you know and, and same here like we can just pick up where the fuck we left off and, and- whether it's booze or just hanging out you know and 100% we've done it before too where I, I've been in your area and I'm like hey are you yeah. around and you're like yeah and then we go barbecue we hang out and I'm like alright I'll see you later <laughs> we take off you know yeah like when you got fucking super drunk and your friends left you and then you ended up staying at the house yeah that happens <laughs> 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 but yeah man I'd love to uh, to you know once this is all over with uh, we're definitely gonna, you know I was actually planning on shooting up there to see you before all this happened and then now that this has happened you know, it's one of those things where I'm going to get a chance and I'm going to go up there and see you and the family and just uh, catch up and shoot some war stories and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. All right, brother. Well, thanks for doing this, man. I'm going to give you a call after, too, just to catch up and, uh, you know, actually shoot a little bit more uh, less vague shit, you know? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Okay, brother. Well, you take care, dude. I'm going to give you a call in a little bit, all right? Hey, you too. Hey, thanks, man. All right. Thanks a lot, brother. Talk to you soon. All right. Later. Bye. All right, so that was first interview, guys. So I'm going to stop recording for a second. I'm going to get uh, Jackie on the, the line, and we're going to shoot the, the business with her for a second, and I'll be right back, guys. All right? All right. So, oh, so that means it's my turn to call Jackie Buntan. So this will be cool, guys. Let's get her on and chat it up, see what she's up to. Uh, watch her fucking ignore my call. <laughs> oh. uh, let's see what's going on here. Hey. Hey, what's up, Jax? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, can you hear me? Okay, yeah. Okay, sweet. Yeah, I told my um, my buddy right before this, I was like, just pause real quick um, because the audio is a little off, but the pauses were way too long. <laughs> <laughs> So high, and then it'd be like five seconds of silence. <laughs> but I'm learning as I go. I'm learning as I go. How are you doing? I'm good. How about you? I'm cool. I'm cool. Um, you know, just just getting by. I think I've got a routine going now with this whole quarantine thing. You know. What's the routine like? Uh, pretty much from I get up at like four or five. I go for a run or I lift. 
and then I make breakfast, I drink my coffee, I start writing, and then after that, I pretty much watch TV till I go to bed. What about you? Similarly, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't get up that early. I'll probably wake up around like 7 or 8, make some coffee, play with the dog, and then mm. try to get a run in, maybe do some workouts outside or in the house, and same thing, watch a bunch of TV till I fall asleep. <laughs> right. I told, uh, or I was telling listeners, that eventually we're going to get you to where we actually could sit down face-to-face and do a, a full interview, right? Right. Yeah, so this one we kind of just want to give the uh, the audience a little taste, you know, a little a little a jab from Jackie, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Uh, so I have a couple questions for you. Um, first one is how many people have you killed and why? If I told you, you'd have to... <laughs> You'd probably be on the list. <laughs> right? Um, so what have you been doing? What have you been watching during quarantine? Oh, my gosh. I've been watching too many things. Like, I actually, maybe a couple weeks ago, if you have HBO Go, I just finished, I think it was Outsiders. It's, like, based off of Stephen King. I, yeah. Yeah. You liked it? Kind of like a horror thing. Yeah. It was super good. But, of course, I, like, binge-watched that. Mm-hmm. Then I started watching Ozarks on Netflix, finished that. Future Man on Hulu, finished that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and now I'm just watching these random like reality shows, which are not good, but they pass the time. See, that's where it gets rough, when you have like a bunch of chips and you're just like watching Real Housewives or something. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much me right now. <laughs> so... Um... <laughs> Okay, so I want to talk to you about uh, – there's so much stuff I want to talk to you about. But let's just start with um, what was your first – do you have, do you remember when you first met me? Say that again? Do you remember when you first met me, our first interaction? Yeah, it was a, it was a while ago, huh? Like you came to the gym and for sparring, right? Something like that? Yeah, I think I went to train with uh, Crumpet. So we went uh, – that was like our first time at the gym. Okay, yeah. See, I remember meeting you at our old location, the Torrance location. Right. Right. See, yeah. because my first memory of you was, and I've told you this before, but um, I'm just going to say it for the podcast, was me and my buddy, we had uh, this one of our students, Kira, fighting. And she was, this is when it was the uh, kids show at Dobler's Gym in, is it Fontana? Yeah, Fontana. At, in Fontana. So we... We went, our girl fought, and then after that, we were about to leave, and we saw you warming up, like sharp technique, and at the time, uh, well, how long have you been training for? Um, been like 11 years now. Yeah, so I've been, tra- I already been training, um, I think like a year or so, and this, you were getting ready for your first fight, and uh, I knew your technique was better than mine, <laughs> and I was a grown-ass man. <laughs> I had already been fighting on the WCK, the WCK shows. I was like, holy shit, like, look at this kid. And we saw you, like, teeping, and sure enough, you went out, and I think you stopped the girl with the uh, teeps, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that was, I think, maybe, like, my third fight or something like that. Okay, well, like, I remember. A while ago. Yeah, it was like, when he, uh, and then I remember um, after that, when I saw you, I introduced myself, and I was like, oh, shit, were you that little girl that was fucking knocking kids out? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it probably looked the same too when you. Yeah, but it was a, a, at the gym. It's a it's a great first impression though. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so me and you, we've, we've got to travel all over the U.S., um, you know, doing tournaments together, um, sometimes cornering, sometimes being in them with you. Um, what's, a, what's one of your favorite places to travel for fights? You know, I know you've been overseas and, and different places around the U.S. What, what's one of your places or your, your fondest memories of traveling to fight, should I say? Yeah, there's a lot, you know. It's been really cool. I mean, I hope I can travel to more places in the future mm-hmm. for fights. But um, probably, I I didn't actually get to fight. This was last year when Janet fought and won. When we went to Singapore, I was able to tag along with her. Mm-hmm. And even though I didn't go there to fight, you know, just being there and being able to train and venture around was really cool. Singapore is a really cool place. Because you guys went to Evolve, right? Yeah, I went to Evolve to get my training in. Um, and I don't know, man. Just Singapore is just really cool. It's very different over there. Yeah, it's interesting because I know in Singapore, like, it's very uh, complex, like, the duality of it. Like, for example, if you spit on the sidewalk, it's a, it's a, a crime, right? Yeah, and, like, spitting your gum out, you know. But the prostitution is legal, like so it's... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure it is. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's one of those weird things, right? Like, don't spit on the street, but you know, <laughs> the hookers are right. <laughs> we have exceptions, I guess. What was uh? What's the guy's name from one? Is it um? I don't want to say his name incorrectly. Uh, Chantry Sigitong. What's his name? Oh, Chantry. Chantry. Yeah. yeah, I met him. Um, we went to a, a show for uh, Kru Tong's uh, some some like anniversary. I think it was the anniversary of um of him owning the gym or something like that. So it was fifty years or something. Like that. So we went out there. We went to a gym. It wasn't even a gym. It was a, a ring in the middle of a field. The field was probably like the grass was chichi height, and there was bugs, and it was literally just a ring in the middle of this open field. And they were selling beer, and we watched fights, and me and him were were talking, and then come to find out he's the president of one. I was like, oh, <laughs> but, yeah, but it was it was pretty crazy. Cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was my first. I met him probably like like ten years ago or something like that. But I never been to Rayong. Rayong is gnarly. I know you've been a um, yeah, you've been uh, to Thailand a few times now, right? No, just one. Oh, just the one. Yeah, just one time in um, two thousand seventeen. But you there for a, you were there for a good amount of time. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, about like two months or so. What was your uh, what's your takeaway from? Because a lot of people, and I talked to uh, about this with Kai a little bit. A lot of people think there's, you know, a like secrets to Muay Thai, and you know, with YouTube and social media, there's no real secrets anymore, right? No, I don't think so. Right, <laughs> but the thing about Thailand is, it's just more about immersing yourself in the culture, and you're only thinking about just training, right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so and uh, did you feel like your level really shot up from, you know, isolating and sort of putting yourself in that position? Or do you think it's sort of this, the same thing out here? What's your takeaway from it? Uh, well, I mean, when I went there, I was only at one gym, which was the Jasa. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the intensity of training definitely upped in Thailand in general. Right. Um. I was kind of lucky with Sit Jalco because their two days he would like to focus on morning trainings for technique, mm-hmm. so we wouldn't really you know, crack pads in the morning. More so, just drills and stuff, maybe sparring. And then the afternoon training—that's when we're just 
going pretty hard with a, a bunch of pad work and crunching and flying and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I learned a couple new techniques from him, definitely different views on how to do certain things. Right. But I've just been lucky to have Brian boxing work. Going there, I kind of, you know, already had an idea of what new stuff they throw at me. It was kind of not too hard for me to get down, but the intensity was definitely up for sure. Right. And as far as, um, I know every time you travel, you, you're a good, uh, you're, you're on the go a lot. You go to Hawaii, you, you know, you visit different places, and you always check out gyms wherever you're at, correct? I try to, yeah. Yeah, where's a gym that you could, uh, you know, recommend or something, somewhere that you've been that you, you know, you could say really good things about? Um, just in general, like yeah. out of all the places I've been to? Yeah, just throw one out there. <laughs> um let's see i guess i'll I'll do it just because you know i it's the last trip i went to in november last year november 2019 i went to maui Mm -hmm. my boyfriend's mom lives there so i was able to find a gym team horizon uh crew brian's from there and he's a really cool guy really solid technique and yeah i was i was able to train there twice and Always get good work. So if you're ever in Maui, check them out. Right on. Yeah, I went to the uh, the Big Island, uh, Kona. Okay. And I think just since we were on, um, what is it called, like resorts? Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was like high class kind of shit. It's not really my thing. I like to be, uh, you know, I like to hang out with locals and kind of hang out in the city and, and do what, you know, islanders would do. But we were on a resort, so. We didn't get to train or really do anything like that, but it was still really beautiful. Like, I don't think Hawaii is like one of those places where everything is just like the sunsets, the sunrises, the ocean, you know? Yeah, you, wherever you are in Hawaii, you can't complain. Yeah, exactly, right? So, uh, what would you say, Jax? Um, I think a huge part of, you know, getting to know you over these few years and, um, you know, we've, we've run through plenty of camps together and stuff like that, but I've always noticed you're very mentally um, strong, right? Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, if there's something wrong, like an injury, you know, you always like, well, you know, I, I've never, I fought like this before. It's not, you, you never let things really get to you or bring you down. You always have a way of, you know, finding the positives of things or, you know, even if I'm doing that, like if I'm shitting on myself, you're like, well, you still got this or you could still do that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. You know, you, you'll have a good way of, of pulling positives and staying mentally tough and having that mindset, right? Right. So, what do you think? Um, is some advice you give to people right now freaking out in quarantine? <laughs> have you, you know, because a lot of people are having trouble staying in shape, and some sometimes when things are, you know, what what what's your take on things right now? Or being a fighter, and you know, you have uh, you're about to fight in one championship. Boom! This quarantine happens. So what are you doing to stay positive? What's something that you would tell people to, you know, advice or, or whatnot? I mean, it's definitely tough given up the whole pandemic because, you know, no one really knows what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And no one really knows how long this is going to happen for. Obviously, it's probably going to be happening for quite some time now. But I like, not just now, but me in general, I kind of like to live in the present. Mm-hmm. So I don't really want to stress. I don't really like stressing myself out too much with 
little scenarios in my head or what ifs, which I think a lot of people are kind of thinking about right now with our situation. And I don't know, you just got to take it day by day and accept the situation for what it is and do your part and just put one foot in front of the other and keep living. <laughs> if, no, no, I got you. That's that's great. Uh, what would you say as far as, uh, di- are you dieting right now? Yeah, I'm dieting. I am doing like one cheat meal a week though. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so, okay, so let me just uh, say I'm a friend and I'm talking to you right now and I say, you know what? I, I, I can't really train the way I want to train. Uh, I'm not going to fucking diet while I'm on lockdown. What would your advice be to, to me? Well, I would first ask you why are you not dieting during lockdown? Yeah, because I, I, cause I feel <laughs> because like... Because that's something... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Sorry, that's something you can still totally do whether you're on lockdown or you're not on lockdown. You know, that's just coming from yourself, being able to be disciplined enough, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a, a huge part of the game in general is, you know... If you're eating like shit, your cardio is affected. Also, your mood's affected. Like everything gets affected by your diet, right? Right. And I think it's one of those things too that people are, you know, like I, I know for me, the old me, probably like a year ago, <laughs> would have been like, well, I can't train the way I want to. Fuck it. I'm just gonna do whatever I want, right? Oh, same here. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's it's sort of like, um, it's it's a this is definitely a time for character. Right. Like, obviously, I already knew you were exactly. dieting. Yeah, we haven't even talked about it. But I, I was like, I bet you anything, Jackie's still training. She's still dieting, trying to figure out what she could do. And I, I uh, actually caught up with Janet a little bit the other day, and we were talking about it. And she's doing the same thing. She's dieting and training and doing what she can. Right. Right. Yeah, and I think that's like. I mean, like it's a funny, it's a funny way to think of it. But you know, like a couple weeks ago, they they said, okay, March thirtieth we're on lockdown until March 30th. And of course they extend it. So I think they said April 30th. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you got to do whatever you have to do. That'll kind of motivate you. Like for instance, I was like, okay, April 30th, once they announced that it was probably like a month. They, they announced that like a, probably the end of March 30th, right? Or March 31st. I don't know. But I was like, okay, April 30th, that's one month. You could think of it like a fight camp. You know, you're going to diet for one month. So you're going to diet the whole time you're in lockdown. You know, you got to find little ways to trick your mind that'll help you motivate yourself to do it. Right. A hundred percent. And I think that's something and that... Like, Sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, it's a bunch of trial and error, and I'm super guilty of it, of getting into shape then you fight and then you just kind of go off the walls and you know binge even or whatnot and you're oh uh sorry we got disconnected real quick i'm gonna call her right back i think she just went off the walls but we'll find out <laughs> hello oh my did i lose you there you did it was funny too because you're like or go off the walls so when we got disconnected i was like oh she went off the walls um <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> but yeah, basically, I was just saying, it's so exhausting restarting a diet. Like, it's honestly, that's more tiring than actually dieting and eating clean. Right, and I think so, what, yeah, what, I, what I'm doing right now is, you know, I put the weight back on because I think a huge part of um, me losing weight is the pad work and, you know, just taking classes and 
being in a um a structured environment for three hours at a time like you're gonna lose weight like that right yeah, exactly. So I've lo- I've gained some weight back, but I'm still I'm still eating clean. I'm still exercising every day, so I'm just doing what I can. So when we get back to it, I'm not going to be completely from ground zero. Yeah. You have some uh some really cool YouTube tutorials on the Boxing Works page, right? Uh, I just filmed one yesterday or last week, and then there's. A- there's one week me and Brian filmed like a year ago that we set up also. So there's a couple, yeah. Yeah, they're releasing a lot of good footwork drills. You had some good um, checking techniques, which even if you're experienced, it's always good to go back and just to remind yourself of what you're doing. I watched yours and I was like, okay, I'm still doing that, right? Okay, cool. Uh, Janet put, posted, oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, Janet posted a video of a jab and a fake, and I was kind of playing with it in the driveway. I was like, okay, cool. And there's things I do to, you know, to um, – to mentally visualize, you know, what's going to go down. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you finally got a dog. This is huge. Oh, sorry. And his name is Little Jack. He's, sleep- he's sleeping next to me right now, And It's funny, too, because Jack's is such a dog lover. When we were in Iowa, uh, it was like our second or one of our first times hanging out, and there was a dog across the street. And all of a sudden, Jackie's like, oh, no, no, and just took off. And I was like, what, what is she doing? What is she doing? <laughs> but you just ran up and started petting the dog. And I was like, oh, I was like, she's a crazy dog person. I was like, I love it. That's how I am. Well, I, I couldn't help it. I probably should have asked the owner, but. It's funny because you're, you're quiet. And then all of a sudden, you're like, ah, <laughs> just took off. <laughs> My God. Yeah, I, lo- I love the doggies. Yeah, yeah. And uh, now you got a little guy of your own. So that's awesome. Power, power team right there. Yeah. <laughs> I've noticed, um, or do you, uh, is there something that you're doing at home to, uh, you know, as far as like drill wise or something like that, that you, or are you just kind of doing your jogs and stuff like that, shadow boxing outside? Or do you have something specifically that you found is something that you could kind of, uh, you know, bust out during quarantine time? Um, in terms of working out and stuff? Yeah. Um, the dogs, you know, of course those help. Mm-hmm. Friends, like maybe once a week still. I have like some band at home. A lot of band workouts. I have a yoga ball. My conditioning I do um, with Mike Curson. We do a lot of stuff on the yoga ball. So there's a whole bunch of workouts I can do with just, you know, limited stuff I have here at home. Yeah. Yeah, I've spent so many years buying shit from like TV advertisements or you know, like ab rollers and little kettlebells or a bonsu ball and a pull-up bar for the house. And now I'm actually using everything, so that's good. Yeah, nice. Perfect. Perfect timing. Yeah, I feel like whenever I get a bag, though, for the house, that it always just sits there, and it just gathers dust after a week or so, and I didn't know how long this was going to go for, so I haven't bought a bag yet, but I'm thinking maybe it's time. I don't know. Yeah, might as well. Right. Well, um, do you have any recommendations for um, something in – or actually, yeah, I was going to say, as far as something to watch, do you have a recommendation you want to shoot out there to the listeners? I already talked about it, but if you if anyone has HBO Go, they should seriously watch Outsiders. So that's your pick. That's your pick for the the quarantine is Outsiders. Yeah, see, it like, kept me on my toes. Really it's trippy. Because we like a lot. We like we like a lot of the same shows. We like a lot of the murder, um, true crime, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but outsider, I just couldn't. I mean, every, everyone's everyone's watching this right now. I already watched it, but Tiger King is 
Oh Very god. Yeah, interesting. That, that one's great. I just love I just love Joe Exotic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm queer than a three dollar bill. <laughs> you like the feller doing her with the big one or the feller doing her with the little one? Well, oh, then you yeah, ain't that straight. <laughs> that accent's spot on. <laughs> it's so great. I had this guy, um he was working on the back, like doing carpentry, and he—he's fucking Joe Exotic, so I just call him Joe Exotic now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Joe. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. I, uh, what was I gonna say? Um, where? Oh, so what's the future? Uh, again, next time we'll talk, we'll we'll get more in depth. But what's the future looking like right now? What do you got planned? Well, right now I'm just laying in bed, and after this little podcast i'm gonna continue watching some reality shows <laughs> i meant um sorry i should i should have clarified <laughs> um what's up with uh one i know you're supposed to do your debut um fight with one um have they kept okay, you in the loop so what's going on the future <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i was supposed to fight um in vietnam ready to march 20th mm-hmm and a couple of weeks before, you know, they had to postpone it due to the coronavirus. And they actually postponed it to June 29th in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So it's a long time, but hopefully this whole pandemic clears and flatten the curve by then because I need to get back in there ASAP. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because I wonder. I know a lot of people are going to be like boxing works is a big gym. It's well established. It's a strong uh, student body where, you know, people are going to keep going back there. If they've been gone for a year and they move back to the area, they're going to go back to boxing works. Right. But I'm curious to what's going to happen with a lot of the smaller gyms. I know that they struggle just to start to build up their student base. And, you know, a lot of them, they can't afford to, to take a couple months off, let alone a couple months and then lose students and people, when it comes back, I don't know if people are going to be quick to just jump back into the, uh, you know, the, the school format because they might still be, you know, germ freaks or whatever the case is. So I'm, I'm interested to see what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, like I've had, there was a couple of students who before, like even like a month before the lockdown, I had a student who stopped showing up just because they were kind of concerned with the whole coronavirus outbreak and, a month later, we're here in this situation, you know, so it's crazy. It's always something new every day with this oh, yeah. um, pandemic. But I think what you said is right. Uh, it might sound a little bit, um, uh, uh, I forget the word. I ain't got no learning. What's it called? Um, <laughs> it sounds sort of generic, but like you were saying, like we got to just take it one day at a time, you know, do what we can do, which is control what we can, which is our diet, our exercise. And that's like the main thing too for um, – you know, building up your immune system, building up your lung strength, that's going to help you fight off this thing in, in the long run anyway, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, you shouldn't just be sitting around all day at home. As tempting as it is, I know, it's really hard to find motivation at this time, during these times, but that just comes from yourself if you're willing to do it. Mm. Have you have you picked up anything new um, while you're in quarantine? Like, have you started uh, speaking gypsy or, um, you know, t- taking any new uh, hobbies on? Anything like that? Oh, man, no. I've just been doing the same stuff I've been, obviously not going in the gym to do it. Right. Um, I know I only made, <laughs> it sounds funny, because I've only made, like, one video, which was last week. But it was really fun making a YouTube video. 
Yeah. And I plan on doing more, you know, that's why I was asking people on social media, like, what they want to see in the videos, what techniques they want broken down and stuff. And that's really fun, passing the time make filming the video and editing it i enjoy it so well you see my I'll try to pick that up more right yeah you've seen my pages um i just pretty much make an ass out of myself on the daily because it passes time um <laughs> yeah it's, i love it though it's entertaining <laughs> <laughs> all right Jax. well thank you so much for uh for letting me uh chit chat with you and like i said hopefully we can get a an actual full-length interview and we can sit down and talk about your routine and how you got into it and, and get into the real the nitty gritty you know what i'm saying thank you for having me okay yeah jackson we'll talk soon and uh yeah just stay safe and if you need something give me a call stay safe and enjoy your birthday in lockdown Ooh. i hope you get some yummy food yeah everybody's uh family friends and pets are all healthy and safe so i can't ask for more you know what i'm saying exactly okay Jax, take care i'll talk to you soon all right bye, bye. Woo. All right, so that went well. Um, we're coming on at number three, which is going to be Achua. I think he's teaching a kid class at 12.30. So we're going to probably uh, take a little break that you guys aren't going to notice, and we'll be back in, I think, 15 minutes, and we'll just uh, end it off with a little quick interview with Josh. All right, talk to you guys in, well, yeah, I'll be right here. <laughs> oh, man. So, so far, so good. What a great birthday this has been. Uh, get to talk to some old friends, some current friends. I just need friends of the future. But, um, okay, let's give uh, Josh Aragon a call right now. We're just going to catch up with him. Ba, 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 ba. Let's see what's going on. All right. Should be good. Yo, yo. Yo, what's cracking, brother? What's up, my brother? Birthday boy. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks, man. We got you on the podcast. Uh, we're recording now, right? All right. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, how's your day going so far, bro? Oh, man, you know, feel like lockdown. feel like I'm boxed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just did a uh, kids class. You know, we don't have to go back there again, you know what I mean? But, yeah. Yeah, you did a, a kids class, your first uh, Zoom Zoom class, was it? Yes, we did. Uh, I did one this morning. I did a ten fifteen uh, boxing class for uh, the gym this morning, and then um, right now I came home. I did at the gym because we had the laptop set up. I wanted to see the feed for the first time, and then I came home and uh, did it with the kids. We did like um, road work, uh, cardio, shadow boxing, and abs. It was, it was pretty cool. The kids enjoyed it, and it had them waste some time and uh, stay busy for a little bit and active, right? That's good. So I take it by um, you not mentioning you've already murdered Cece? Oh, man. Oh, Cece's <laughs> me. You know, her, man. Come on. The other way around, you know? She's, she's probably dead tired of me, you know? Oh, yeah. I think... Uh, she doesn't want to see me anymore, brother. You guys have been, uh, you guys have been through thick and thin, though, so... <laughs> That's a podcast drop right there, too. Nah, we're good. <laughs> That's what we're talking about, man. Luckily, we, luckily like, we like each other, man. I feel... And we really love each other. I feel really bad for the people, you know, who are stuck in some of the marriages that don't really like Well, that's, other. yeah, that's what I was saying. There's so many, because uh, they did a, a, like some kind of study and they said most people are unhappy in their marriage and they stay with it because it's easier. But also, you know, they're working all the time. They're not home all the time. So right now it's probably like, whoop. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, that's when everything, everything's coming out, brother, you know. Like you can't, you can't get away. So at least just like you said, when they're in like a, 
working marriage was is just kind of making it work. It seems like they have their daily routine right now. They're just stuck together. Yeah. Pretty brutal. So we'll yeah, they were, how, we'll see how that turns out. They were saying something about a baby boom. I was like, I don't know about that. There might be a boom in homicide cases for domestic disturbance and shit, but, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I feel you. I hear you on that. Um, so, so what? What have you? Both. So, I don't doubt both, man. Just, just get ready to go to a bunch of baby showers in December, brother. Yeah, right. It's either or. <laughs> right. Uh, baby showers. Huh? So what? So what have you been doing? Um, are you guys watching uh, TV? What are you guys watching with the family? Yeah, Netflix. You know, Tiger King, baby. That's your. That's your pick <laughs> for the pick for the quarantine. Is Tiger King? That was one of the picks for the quarantine for sure, brother. You okay. Know, pretty great documentary. Oh, uh, I think she. I, I, they opened up the case on her too. Like, uh, I think they opened up the case on her about her husband and stuff. So she's gonna get caught up too to watch. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean uh, it's obvious. You know, it seems like it, at least uh, she's the only one that had anything to gain from it. He's a millionaire that just disappears. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and you have a farm of tigers. Come on, like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the body's just gone, like. Dude, grinder. She had a grinder there and everything. It was crazy, dude. I yeah. Was like, oh, that that husband's gone. He's gone. It doesn't even seem like it's real, huh? It seems like it's made up to <laughs> fucking tiger people. <laughs> it, it was too good of a story. It was too nuts, dude. Like those tiger people, they left to party. They fucking wild. They had tons of money. They just didn't know what to do with it. But they looked like trailer trash running like tiger farms. It was fucking nuts, bro. Oh yeah, he's a uh, you know Joe Exotic. He's collecting like uh, straight dudes for his. Uh, for his tiger farm, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He turned him out. Oh, he turned yeah, he turned him out. It's exactly what he did. He turned him out. <laughs> 20... I was like, oh my God. This is some like tiger mafia shit right there, bro. Yeah, and then they were like, uh, that one guy, his uh, first husband was like, I don't like how it's portrayed. It's like, well, how are you portrayed? Were you not smoking rocks and uh, petting his... T- <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you knew you were fucking getting into. Like... <laughs> Seriously, bro, that's why it was hilarious. Seriously. How about you? What did you get into? Ah, uh, shit, man. I'm on the the Last Kingdom. I, I promoted it a couple podcasts ago. That's the show that I've been uh, rewatching because they're dropping the new season at the end of the month. Oh, a new season coming out. I gotta get into that too. I gotta. I, I watched all those seasons too. Oh, I did you? Check it out. Yeah. Okay. I good. Like yeah, I actually haven't talked you to remind, you. Actually, you remind. Actually, me and Steve were talking about it. You remind us of uh, the brother. Um. Not not Nate, but the the crazy motherfucker. That's like exactly like the same image as you, brother. Right? There. Oh, you're talking about Jay from Kingdom. Jay from Kingdom. Oh, which one are you talking? Oh, about? Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm talking about uh, the Last Kingdom. Oh no, I didn't get into that. My uh, bad. Yeah, that one's cool. It's it's uh so yeah okay so let's 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 talk about both. So Kingdom is a uh, MMA show with uh, Frank Grillo. It's got it's an all star cast. Jonathan Tucker, and it's about the MMA world and training for fights and drugs. It's it's actually pretty good in the beginning, right? Yeah, the first couple of seasons, then it got a little too crazy. Yeah, know? I got a little too crazy, but it's a really good show to check out if you're into fighting. It's pretty accurate. They actually have some uh, some good portrayal because it's hard to watch uh, some fight movies and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, that we can relate to, you know, because we kind of already... Live, been there, done that, and lived the fucking whole scene, you know? Yeah, exactly. And uh, CC would be like, oh, you know, Jay Kalina. And I'm like, who the, who are you talking about? And then when I watched the show, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> we had both Mohawks and yeah. shit. <laughs> that's, that's fucking you right there. Everybody who hasn't seen Kingdom, check it out. Yeah. He's like, you guys don't know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> so The Last Kingdom is a, uh, it's a Viking show, basically. 
And the guy is, uh, he gets taken by the Vikings, so they show the Vikings taking over the Brits and, you know, how they would fucking murder everybody when they did it. It's a really cool show. I like it. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, I gotta check that out then, because you know me, I like all those, like... Yeah, so that's, that's why when you said you watch this. Yeah, you'll like it for sure, because it's, it's, uh, it's old school, it's gritty, but if you watch the first episode, uh, just check that out, and then you'll, that's pretty much the season. So if you like that episode, you'll like the series, you know? Right on. I'm gonna get into that while I got nothing but time. So yeah, exactly. Um, so I wanted to get into again. I want to do an actual interview with you later on, where we sit down and we talk about things and we get um, you know, into the past, the present, the future, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but but today I just kind of want to nitty gritty and real. Yeah, get the need real nitty gritty. But uh, today I just wanted to um, just kind of give a, a little little taste of um, you know some of your your ethics. Where you came from, uh, that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no worries, man. Uh, so, so how did you? Uh, I know the story, but how did you first get involved with Muay Thai? What age was this? And, and tell me the little scenario. Uh, scenario, walk me through it. All right. Yeah. So um, basically, I well, I always been into like uh, combat sports. You know, I did boxing and stuff with my pops and stuff. Um, when he passed away, I was younger when he passed away, and then I ended up getting walking into this. Uh, like uh, fitness, kickboxing, boxing, Muay Thai gym, and I met Walt that first, that same day. I met Walt. I was actually doing another class, seeing Walt doing his class, met him, and then that was it, bro. Like the very next day, I was getting dropped off over there, and we just, I just fell in love with the sport of Muay Thai. I was like, that's it. This is my passion. And I was with him basically every day. And he was fighting and training at the time, so I was able to pick up a lot and become a punching bag as well, but I also learned a lot of going through that, you know? And the whole stage with the smokers and the air that I grew up in Muay Thai was awesome. Because, I mean, now they have, you know, like, if you're a certain age, you have to fight within that age group. You know, they have kids, they have more sanctioned stuff for the kids and things like that for the youth Muay Thai growing up, which is awesome and amazing, I think, to help grow the sport. But back then, it was pretty awesome, too, because, I mean, here I am, freaking 13, 14-year-old fighting grown-ass men, and uh, we're the same weight, same fight. You just go into any gym and basically, like, okay, what's your uh, weight? How many fights you had, boom, okay, match up, match up. Yes, take it, take it, boom, there you go. Get in there and get it done. You can fight three, four times a month sometimes, you know. So those days were a lot funner growing up with experience-wise, but now it's just uh, a little bit more structure. I like it, too. It's more safer for the kids, and uh, it helps grow the sport in that type of way, you know, especially if we can try to get to the Olympics, you know. So maybe Muay Thai will be able to get mainstream one day, you know. You never know. I think it's the most amazing sport out there for a contact sport, but we just need to get more people's eyes open and be able to see, you know, and relate to the sport. Right. I think, I think that's one of the, the, uh, the, the odd things about it because before I liked it because it was gritty and it was about, it was a lot more grimy and if it would be a lot more test to see how tough you are, like, well, we'll fucking, are you ready? Let's do it. You know, sometimes you'd be uh, a, you I've seen getting into all kinds of crazy situations where you had like, not fought for a couple of years and there was a heavyweight and you were overweight and they're like, you know what, fight this guy, Josh. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, dude, I remember fighting with my shirt on one time because I was, haven't been at the gym for a year. All of a sudden, I go in. That's the that's thing about the smoker fight. It's like, <laughs> yep. almost like a street fight, you know? That's what so was cool like, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, let's go. You want to do it? Let's go. We go. Boy, we're fighting there, you know? Yeah, and then that was, uh, you knew who was kind of about it and who wasn't and it's was a little bit more like the Wild West days and that was cool, but... Also, too, there was the bad things yeah. about it where people would lie about the records and uh, sandbag it and oh, all that. Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tons of that. Tons of that, especially back then, too, you know? So now I think it's, that's what I mean, like, safer and then also going into the direction and growing the sport. 
like more organized, you know, so we can have some more promoters step up with some bigger money and bigger organizations or sponsors and things like that, endorsements, so we can actually grow the sport, you know, the way it should be growing. 100%. Right now, mm-hmm. you know, we don't make nothing for Muay Thai. It's basically because we love it. You know that. Everybody who does it knows that, you know? Right. You have to find, you have to find other ways to, to make it happen, you know, mm-hmm. to make a living. Um, so real quick, uh, I know one of the things that, you know, you've been doing it for so long and you have a, um, an, an X factor about you where people that will watch you, uh, watch your fights, they might think that, oh, they see a, a chink in the armor kind of thing, you know, like, oh, I could, I could beat this guy. He doesn't do this or he doesn't do that. And then when you're actually in the yeah. ring with you, you have something that people can't see. And that's the, that's your X factor, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. It's just kind of figuring out, you know what I mean? I mean, everybody sees when just like us, when we watch fights, like, oh, man, I got that guy, you know, but when you go in there, it's totally different. So the, I would have, he has to figure me out, I have to figure him out, and I mean, I think that's probably a little X factor where I can kind of control that match a little bit easier at my pace, you know, and I make him not, where I don't freak out under the pressure, where I'll kind of, I'll, I'll fight my fight, you know, instead of fucking right. making it try to kick his fight into a battle or war, whatever they want to do, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong, we do those too, but... You know, I, just, I, I think that is the exercise for me kind of controlling their temple and my temple, you know, so I don't ever let them get off the way they want to, you know? Right, and I remember, uh, I think, I forget his name, I think it was, his name was Santiago, it was uh, your second pro fight, I want to say, when we went down to the casino. Uh, yeah, he was yeah, like... Right, right, and we went there, and uh, that uh, up until that fight, we didn't know that you had a chin, because you never really got hit that hard, and that guy was way overweight, um, he came in yeah, a lot... I think he came over, like... Six or eight pounds, right? Yeah, and then, you know, that was him cutting to get to that. So you think that's who knows how much he blew up to, but he was noticeably a lot bigger than you. And he was cracking with yeah. some really hard shots. And that was the first time we've seen you eat a, a shot to the chin like that, and you took it no problem. But the good thing about it was we're like, oh, we didn't know Josh had a chin. And you don't want to be known as a fighter that has a chin because it means you get hit a lot, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 well, exactly. You don't want, you don't want to be known as that fighter. And you ain't got too many years left in your book. You know? Exactly, exactly. That's that's the one. Object of, the object of the sport is to hit and not get hit. But don't we all get hit? You know, mm-hmm. especially at the level when you're coming up more and more. It's just like there's no way you're gonna move around from getting hit. You know, you're fighting these top to these athletes. Everyone's gonna. You're going to get touched, you know? Right, and I think a lot of um, your evasiveness and stuff like that, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, you started at a young age also boxing as well with uh, Justin Fortune, uh, Freddie Roach. That was a huge part of your your, your beginning yeah, point, right? Yeah, I was fucking actually very lucky and blessed because, you know, Crew actually knew Freddie Roach very well. They were friends, and then he ended up beating Justin, and they became very good friends, and just me being in a circle with crew allowed me to get those connections, you know? So I was lucky. I was able to train with some of the best, you know, like Pacquiao. We worked with a lot of top fighters. I even got to work out with them, you know? It was great. Spar with some of the champs, you know? So it was good. Yeah, one time you showed up, and uh, or I remember when you broke your nose. Uh, we were at the gym, and it was my first time back. I think I just got in the military. We, we, had, um, we trained before I went in, so that was like three years prior to that. And when I got out, you're like, oh, come with me to the gym. Um, I recognize you from then. This is when you first started dating CeCe, right? Yeah. And you went in the gym. You were sparring. Uh, I don't know if we should say his name, but you were sparring with this guy, and he threw an elbow, like a cheap shot, when you guys were boxing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so, you don't know who it is. Everybody knows that guy. He took the top against Mickey Roy. You know, which he was a pretty good boxer, too. He just, I mean, like, that's the whole thing with, with the fight game. It's so hard. Even from boxing, Muay Thai, MMA, it doesn't matter. You know, you, I feel like you have to be, 
you have to have somebody to have, like watch you and guide you into the right path because they, any of these promoters or matchmakers are going to try to just sometimes they just want to fill their card up you know and they're not looking out for the best interest you know and as a fighter you're just like yeah I want to do it yeah let's go they want me to fight but you don't know who the fuck they're matching you up with you know yeah so it's important because then look at what happened with him but yeah Go back to that story. I don't mean to sidetrack. No, no, that's that's 100% right too. Because yeah, but but also going on that little uh, that little sidetrack note is, he had thought, oh, if I go to this bigger gym, which is uh, Freddie Roach's gym, I'm gonna be a better fighter, which isn't the case. They're gonna pad their fighters, and you're gonna be a punching bag most of the time, right? Most nine out of ten times, I say I already have their guys, you know. So basically, they're just setting you up for work for the guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're gonna be a great. and that's why it's important, even when you go, like, to these other, we would go to these other gyms, you know, we would know who's who, so they're not just trying to, because I, I want to get work, I don't want to be nobody's punch bag, and there's fucking, if I'm going to a different sport, that there's, if I'm sparring boxing on these guys, you know, I want to make sure I got a good, I'm not, I'm not a one no sandbag, but I want to get some good rounds, but I'm not going to also be a punch bag, don't put me against a fucking champ, 20 pounds heavier, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's got to be the right, it's got to be the right weight, all that, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's important as it, as you know, like, I think that as fighters, especially nowadays, there's so many fighters where it's like, oh, they go train here, train there, train this, and it's like, you have nobody to even, like, watch and know what you're doing, you know? Yeah, and that's the... the right way, you know, or even know if you're going to, if you're doing too much, how you're doing too less, you know? Yeah, and that, that was the thing, he kind of got lost in that, that, that pool of talented fighters, and you're just another guy at that point, you're not the, you know, the, you don't have anyone looking out for you and be like, okay... Yeah, like you just said, you know, the, this this isn't what you're supposed to do. Like, they're not in your corner helping you. They're giving you water, but then they're telling the other guy, okay, this is what this guy does, you know? <laughs> exactly, brother. Exactly. So, uh, I remember that time you, you guys sparred at the gym, and you, he broke your nose, and uh, you got your, then after that, you you had a wobbly nose, and you went and sparred with um, Victor Ortiz, right? Oh, yeah, 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 that was right after that, like, the couple, like four days after that, yeah, we were sparring. Right. Yeah, this is this is before he fought Mayweather when he was kind of on the rise coming up, and he was a. Uh, he was nineteen and zero. He yeah, nineteen and zero. He was about to get a title shot after that, and that's why he was getting ready for his, and I was getting ready for mine. So mm-hmm. it was fun. It was good. It was good actually. I mean, in the first two rounds, pink, pink, pink. I was doing real good. I think I was just too pumped up, you know. Yeah. It was the first time Freddie Roach was actually because I mean I fought there before, but first time actually Freddie Roach was standing right there and watching me, you know. So you're like, oh shit, you know. <laughs> and then just the I just. I went off the bag like, you know, so I look good. And then, uh, and then he just caught me with a good one in like the third round and shit, and then bust me busting my nose. I, and then I was I was supposed to fight too, so I couldn't even fight because he made it even way worse. than how he did. Yeah, that's what your yeah. nose your nose is still kind of bad, but I remember at that point your nose was like on your cheek. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's yeah, bad. it still is bad. I can't even breathe out of it right now. See, I. I, I Cause I've had it, yeah, I've had it broken, and it's it's been on the side of my face. But then when I fix it, it goes back to the middle. But yours just stayed on the side for <laughs> for a long I, I time. I got a fucking U on my nose. When you take a picture, you can see I got to go to one side, bro. Because when you take a picture on the left, there's like a big old U indent on my nose. It's ridiculous. You're like one of these uh, Instagram models. You know your angles and shit. You're all. <laughs> yeah, for real. Seriously, bro. I'm being honest. <laughs> So are you um, at home right now? Uh, are you staying active? What's your? Are you dieting? What's your kind of scenario right now? What's that yeah, looking? Yeah, I'm at I'm at home, dude. I have to, man, because it's fucking this quarantine. All we were doing is eating too good. She's just been cooking like Miss Betty Crocker or something. <laughs> so, yeah, but I've been working out. We've been working out every day. I've been staying maintained. I started getting a little bigger. I was like, oh, I don't know. This is gonna be way too hard to cut off when I come back. Right. So yeah, I'm back down to like about walking weight. I like to kind of start walking around 68. To seventy, you know, mm-hmm. I fight at forty-seven or fifty-four, so I don't want to go too up. But yeah, so it's uh, 
I'm doing pretty decent right now, no lie. I'm luckily I'm blessed where I have the workout equipment to do a little workout at my in my garage and things like that, you know, and at the house. Yeah, I think it's a good um, a good reality check for a lot of people in you know where they say, "Oh, I don't have time to cook." Well, now you do. <laughs> so let's yeah, see what happens. Exactly. Exactly. Especially and and now I should have more time. That's what I told I was telling my wife. I have more time to put in myself now because usually I'm working doing like running from one private to the next to the next to the next. By the time I need to work train, I'm fucking burnt out. You know, I'm doing like a half ass job. So now I can actually put in some time so i better be in shape for this next one huh right right well it's it's yeah it's it's good and bad too i mean i like to at first i i was running every day and i was doing pull-ups and doing what i can and and um you know sometimes it's i've had days now where i kind of get a little bit bored of it but it's just the reality of when we get back i don't want to be at ground zero right exactly that's gonna fucking way harder to get back you know so remember everybody try to stay active as much as you can i know it's hard in this quarantine, we feel like we're in jail, but we'll be out of this. We'll be healthy. We'll be stronger. Stay home, huh? Everybody stay home. Stay the fuck home. Jesus Christ. Have you seen that? Uh, oh, dude, I see, people, I see people gathering together, like big old parties. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, the thing. be locked in the house more, you know, longer. You know? Yeah, it's like I understand if you don't give a shit about your thing. Because, like, for me, I'm like, I'm not worried about getting it. Honestly, truth be told, I, I'm like, okay, if I get it, I get it. <laughs> But if I gave it to somebody else and they died because of it, that's where it's fucking something else, you know? Well, that's the thing, you know? That's the thing. I think that's why the younger people are not understanding. It's like, well, we can, it's so contained. Yeah, we might be fine, and we might not have, you know, we might not have no side effects, and we might not be feeling anything, no symptoms, but who knows how the next person is that we're right next to, you know, or the elderly that we're in, you know, that you passed, you know? So yeah. You be careful out there. Yeah, stop being selfish mm-hmm. motherfuckers, you know? <laughs> it's like, you gotta... Exactly, <laughs> It's an interesting. Exactly. How are you doing today, though? How's your birthday, huh? Doing older? Yeah, it's good, man. I talked to uh, talking to you. I uh, talked to Jackie a little bit, and um, you know, we just talked about right, Jackie. Got, she's on one. She's on one championship now, huh? Yeah. With them, right? Yeah, she was supposed to do her. Uh, yeah, she was supposed to do her yeah. debut, and then this whole thing broke out. So she was supposed to go to Vietnam. So that got delayed. Wow. Yeah, and I talked to I talked to my old uh, my old squad leader in the military. So you know, he was just. Kind of told a couple stories about me being an idiot, and uh, <laughs> we just, yeah, you know. Okay. We, all have, we all have a bunch of those. I, yeah, I just get out to those, too. I'll just wait until I get down to the studio, Yeah, yeah, when you get over. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. We have so many, uh, so many stories to share. But, yeah. That might be the whole fucking hour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, dude. Um, for sure, bro. Yeah, but I, like I, was t- I told Jackie this, too. I was like, I can't ask for more, man. I, uh, everyone I know is, is safe, happy, healthy, and whole. And, uh, you know, I get to talk to my friends, and I have social media, and I had a steak for breakfast. I mean, what am I going to complain about, really, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, there could be worse, man. We're like, that's what I told my family. Just, who knows? I mean, who knows the last time we're going to have this much time together like this. So just be grateful for what we got, and we're healthy, and then uh, we'll get through this, and we'll be back to our normal lives, you know? Yeah, exactly. But right now, just count it as a blessing to be able to spend this time with each other because... Our lives are already so crazy as it is, you know, running from here to there, doing this and that. You know, we're not going to have this time to chill for, especially with my boys being, I have two boys and them being in fucking, them being in sports, I have football, baseball, wrestling, you know, nonstop mm-hmm. with these kids, you know, so who knows when the next time we're going to be able to, to take a moment and chill and relax here like that. It ain't going to happen, I'll tell you that. Yeah, well, I see you, uh, I, see, I see you playing baseball with them in the backyard and, and doing the... Uh, know, I got to do an hour every day with them. We do baseball, football, one of them. These kids have too much energy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good, man. It's good that they got you. They got an active dad. And I know CCB running around with them, too, so it's good that they got active parents, like, uh, participating in their life and 
you know, doing that sort of thing. Yeah. I hope I hope I hope you're not teaching them math or anything like that. God forbid. Come on, you know that ain't my guy. Muay Thai, Okay, right on. I mean, Joe, I can have though, you know. But Jaden, he's already getting six, seven days. Ah, remember most of that stuff. There you go, baby. Divide, separate like divide. What? Y'all, look, kids. I'm gonna be honest with you. You're never gonna use this in real life. Let's just. Seriously, bro. <laughs> All right, Josh. Well, I just wanted to get a quick chat in with you. I mean, this was a great interview. I know people, when you actually come in, we could sit down and, and kind of just go over, the, you know, your crazy-ass past and my crazy-ass past and the bright future that's oh, ahead yeah, we'll for get, you. We'll get, we'll get deep into it, man. Yeah, it'll, it'll be really good. So this is just a little sample for people. But um, just take care of yourself, man. I'll give you a call after this, too, to, to catch up and shit like that. You, too, my brother. You stay safe and healthy. I appreciate you for having me on. Happy birthday. I love you. I'll talk to you soon, my brother. Okay, I love you too, brother. Thank you so much, Josh. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Talk all right. to you soon, brother. Bye. And that's all we have for today, guys. So thanks for joining me, guys. I know that it was a little rocky as far as um, just trying to coordinate the calls, but I think it went pretty well. Uh, again, all three of these people are great guests. Couldn't ask uh, for a better birthday so far. I think my roommate and me are going to make some food. I'm not too sure. But either way, guys, stay safe, stay home, and uh, talk to you soon. All right, guys, peace out.